The Women's Refuge launched their nationwide appeal this month called Give Her a Voice and Let Her Be Heard. The purpose of the appeal is raising awareness on domestic violence. Te Whāraki Mana Wahine o Hauraki does not come under the collective, but their services are the same as the refuge in the sense that they provide an avenue for whānau to get help, they talk through or recommend legal advice, and provide accommodation at their safe house in Thames. In June, I visited the organisation and spoke to Managing Chairperson of Te Whāraki Mana Wahine o Hauraki, Denise Mesita. I'm from Hauraki. I'm from Ngāti Pukinga, from Manaia. Um, what, half an hour or so down the road from Thames. Te Taho Tōku Whaia uh, ko Ngāti Pukinga, Te Wi Tuatahi, um, Te Wi Ano ko uh, Ngāti Kahununu me Rungo Mai Wahine. Kia ora, kia ora. Te Taho Tōku Papa he Wiwi Aho. No, no, France. <laughs> Ka pai. Um, so, uh, Denise, what, what is, what's your role here at uh, um, Te Whāraki, hmm. Mana Wahine o Hauraki? Okay. Okay, so I'm one of, I think we've got about four or five staff, and my role here is that I'm actually the managing chairperson of Te Whāraki, and um, we, 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 our, what we do here is, is that we're, um, we provide a safe house for, for women and children who need a place of safety from domestic violence, but we work with the whole whānau. Um, we're not part of the um, National Collective of Independent Women's Refuges, and the advantage for us in that is, is, is that we can be hauraki-focused, um, that we are informed and around what is important to our people here from hauraki and what that means for them in terms of taking care of all of our whānau and ensuring that they're safe. So then in terms of governance, it really is with you and then your staff? Yeah, so there's myself and then we've got a committee. So um, the governance committee and there's about five on the governance committee. And then we have staff, about five staff, five or six staff, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we have um, volunteers. Yeah, so they they sort of come and go. Yeah. So in terms of the kaupapa of Te Whāraki, um, that it was about keeping whānau safe? Yeah. If we understand the nature of domestic violence and violence, it's for most people, or for many people, it's an intergenerational thing. Right. And so keeping people safe is about, you know, let's face it, we all have a bad hair day. I'm not necessarily saying that I'm advocating that, you know, that means that I can go around and punch people and mm-hmm. hit people. Mm. But what it means is that there are times, you know, when 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 I may be annoyed or maybe pissed off, all of those sorts of things, excuse the language. And being safer is just about supporting people to be who they are. It's about an acknowledgement and and it's about being able to support people to be who they are, to get to where they're going and to reinforce some fundamental values around empathy and respect and an acceptance that being vulnerable is actually okay. You know, being vul- being vulnerable, it's it's part of what makes us human. You know, being vulnerable, um, and also on the other side of that is having compassion. Mm. You know, so the whole thing about there, there, but for the grace of God, go I. Okay. But there is of, of, obviously there's a difference between being vulnerable and being violent. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, and and it, and I mean, there there are a whole range of things. You know, like for us, keeping Farno safe is about supporting Farno to 
consider how they may keep themselves safer. Mm -hmm. It's also about systemic violence, about the system and some of the some of the policies and things that they have that actually support violence. Like one of the conversations we were having today is that, you know, we've got a domestic violence act, but domestic violence isn't a criminal offence. It is not a crime. How crazy is that? But Hang we've got on, a what? Yeah, that's right. What? We've got a domestic violence but act. On, okay, so so situation, yep. um, you know, we have a, a wahine who is, you know, being yep. hit isn't an intent to injure? Yep, that's an a crime. Offense. But not domestic violence is not a crime. You know, like so we hear male assaults female or child abuse, a child has been sexually abused, so you get charged for the sexual abuse, but you don't get charged for domestic violence. That term in itself. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not a crime. But the act of the different types of violence are a crime, so assault, sexual assault. Um, physical assault, assault with a weapon, those are crimes, and they've been around for a long time. But you, you don't charge any, no one gets charged for domestic violence. So then what is deemed as domestic violence? Good question. Yeah. Hey, when you, think of, when you it, begin to think I mean, about that. Obviously it can be mental. But people don't actually get charged in this country for domestic violence. But everybody says it's not okay. Like, we know it's not okay to go and rob the shop, but if you rob the shop, you get charged with robbery. Right. Everybody here says domestic violence is not okay, but you don't actually get charged for it in a court of law. It is not a criminal offence. So... so... So when we're talking systemic violence, okay, so then we think about it, well, then how do we line all of those things up? How do we... Do we actually want domestic violence to be a criminal offence? If it's a crime to assault somebody, you know, so we say domestic violence is not okay. You see all of the ad campaigns around. It's not okay. It's not that's, okay. That's the name of the campaign. Hey, or we hear air too far, hey, stand up, be counted, all of that sort of a thing. And so what, and then you ask the question, well, what is domestic violence? And it's a conversation we have because it's a bit like saying, well, like the bullying thing, for example. So one point of view is this is that it's a location thing. So if it happens at school, you know, or outside the home, the child or the children or whomever they are, are being a bully. But if it happens in the home, what is it? Is it called bullying or is it called sibling rivalry? So, you know, like we've got all of these categories or different perspectives in view, but at the end of the day, when you take away all of that stuff, it's violence. Take away all of the window dressing and everything, it's violence. So that, so that whole notion about keeping people safe wherever you are. You know, so it's about keeping us. How do we keep ourselves safe wherever we are? Mm. You know, whether it's in the car, at home, on the marae, wherever. And it's that notion of being safe, having respect of manaki, manaki tangata, manaki tamariki. Uh, that whole thing. So, you know, and, and like to Fariki, we're part of a, a, a network here, Te Poipoia, Te Kinoa, Hauraki. And um, in, in that network is the Kopapa Māori organisations who are, have a strategy around how we're working towards keeping our whānau safer and supporting our whānau to be safer. So, we're not saying that we're the ones that can make them safe. We're here to support them to think about things, to um, take on board new skills. If they need support because I've got some mamai from way back when, then you know we can support right. them to work through those sorts of things. So we do wānanga, 
Um, you know, we have interviews with people like yourself. <laughs> We have meetings, um, you know, you know, and all sorts of things. All part of that 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 approach to keep keeping our whānau safer. It sounds like a very flax roots level at working. Mm. Yeah. 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 Partly because you're not underneath a national framework. No. Yeah. Yeah. So and it does. It enables us to be driven by what's needed here in Hauraki. Um, what's occurring here in Hauraki and how we might want to respond and thinking about what does Hauraki look like in the future. If this was a safe place, what would it be like for everybody? Uh, so for us as from here, uh, what does that mean for us from here in terms of manaki, in terms of afi? What does that mean for us and how do we take care of ourselves first and foremost? Because if we don't look after ourselves, how are we going to manaki everyone else? And so people say, when I say that, they go, but what about everyone else? <laughs> and we go, well, what about them? <laughs> That's hey. right, yeah. You know, and yeah, so monarchy is about everyone else. Um, but to be, to, to monarchy everyone else, we've got to just understand to monarchy ourselves so we can do it for others, eh? Yes, first rule of thumb, eh? Yeah. How can you look after others um, when you, if you don't yeah. look after yourself? Yeah, so it's a, it's a learning thing. It's constantly learning. And safe means different things for different people. And that's why we work towards, and we have that thing about keeping whānau safer, because it allows whānau to determine what's safe for them, and we might identify where the risks are. Right. So, and it's, you know, because if we talk about being violence-free, that's a huge, it's huge, and most people go, oh, no, I can't do that. It's too, it just feels too huge. To be violent, yeah. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that we shouldn't talk about being violence-free. You know, it's a lofty ideal, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. But how do you make that real on the ground for people? And so everyone determines their own level of safety, what's safe and how they continue to be safe. How we sort of got to that point was I had this conversation with a, a woman from here and she, um, her name's Pauline Charteris. And um, we, were, we were having this conversation and she sort of said, you know what, she said, how do you, why is it that people talk about violence free? She said they're two opposing notions. Violence Free. I said, they're actually two opposing things, you know, free from violence. You said, the more you talk about violence, the more you give it energy, the more you feed that modi. She said, so why do you want to keep on talking? She said, because all you're doing is freeing up the modi of the violence. So we sort of started looking at that, yeah, actually get to that. The more you talk about something, the more, hey, if we think about it in right, terms yeah, of modi yeah. two, modi, modi order, hey, or modi noho, modi mati. So mm. what, what is it that we're trying to do? So, and we don't actually want to give life to the violence, but we want to give life to, or the modi to safety and the willingness to be alive. Nice. Hey, so that's all of that thinking around keeping whānau safer, hey, is, yep. is the modi. So that's sort of what we're... You know, that, so that's all of the kōrero around keeping whānau safer, or some of the kōrero, it's about giving life, hey, building that modi, mm. igniting it and keeping it going. In terms of the services that Te Whāraki do, um, Denise, how does, if you, could you give me an example of how um, from, you know, meeting with the, the whānau who want your help, how does that process work? Um, well, good question. <laughs> <laughs> different things for different people, but there are some, I suppose, some rule of thumb that we have. Might, and of course, some people say, no, she's used that term rule of thumb. And you know where that came from? Was oh. that in the, in, in the 1800s, you used to be able to, um, it was accepted that you could hit your wife, but it could be no bigger than, with something no bigger than your thumb. 
thought yeah. you were going to say to measure something no. you could have. Oh, that's about no. five thumbs Rule long. Thumb. Rule of thumb was yep. actually... Yeah, that you could hit, hit. hit your partner or someone or the kids. Usually your wife and your kids with something, but it could be no bigger than your thumb. The way we operate here is, is that someone come and they'll have a conversation with us. And in that conversation, um, it could be like, you know, what's happening. For some people, they think that to come here, you know, violence has to be occurring in your life. And it may be that it happened years ago. And they've only just realised that it's having an impact on mm. their life. So, and it might be that, while it's having an impact, the most important thing is, is is that I don't have enough money to feed my kids, so that's what we'll work with them on. Uh, so you might come in for one thing and going out deal with the thing that really right. is the issue that's right. going on. So we're not saying that the, um, it's not it's all sorts of things like the fact that some of our people don't have enough money, you know, and poverty and stuff, that's a huge issue. And we know that where there's an increase in poverty, there's an increase in violence, and that's Stress evidence levels. around the world. International evidence tells us that. Uh, so it's in our interests to ensure that our children get fed and that we support parents to, f to find ways to feed their children, however that might occur, in a safe, respectful way. For some people, they don't know what their benefit entitlements are. For some people, they're actually working... Still not, you know, so again, it could be for a whole range of reasons. So, mm. you know, and so those are the sorts of things around violence. So you don't necessarily have to have had the bash, so to speak, to get service off. Our, our focus is far though. <laughs> okay, Justin Murray here at the Whāraki Manawahine o Hauraki. Kia ora. <laughs> so uh, Denise is taking me for a look into the um, fantastic little, little tiny little shop here. I think um, Rachel, who, who and Rachel and Araho look after this place, not here at the moment, but they've called this place Pearl's Closet. Pearl's Closet? Who's Pearl? <laughs> well, it was a play on Black Pearl. Oh, Black Pearl, nice. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so that's what they've called it, so Pearl. And as you can see, it's quite little. Yeah, but, in here, but hey, it's... Um, yeah, and so Rachel and Araho have been working on this, and they're um, looking at... Because what we also want to be able to do is to have an independent stream of income as well, so not totally relying on government funding, so that it gives us scope to do things that we're not funded for through government, you know, and... and no yeah, it just gives us a bit reports of... Reports to... Yeah. yeah. So... sustainability um, yeah. yeah. So this is... Pearl's Closet here is part of a bigger picture, um, and that bigger picture is called... She's called it Black Pearl, and Pearl's Closet and um, high-end second-hand clothes for low-income people. So making them of high because if you walk up the main street here, like we've got heaps of second hand clothes shops yeah, and I stuff saw like that. that. Yeah. Before up some things and they're 128 bucks. Oh my god. Uh, so they're real high end and they're good stuff, but what we want to do is provide high Who's end stuff for low end, yeah, for low end low end income. Um, do that. And also what's going to be attached to this is a health and beauty spa. Yeah, called and that's why it's called Black Pearl. And we're just looking for premise, and so we've got um, Rachel, and so she does midi midi um, facials and that. So we want to make that type of what would you call it? You know, where people well, pamper themselves, well hey, yeah, yeah. pamper stuff, yeah. make it affordable for low in, for low income. But for now, it's here. So we just some pants, jackets, some tops. You've got some bags. If people are going for job interviews. They can come down and she'll dress them up, so put them in the thing so they've, they've got some clothes to wear to their job interview, so do that sort of a thing as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then they can take the clothes home. Yeah. <laughs> so it's obviously still in the very, very infant stages, yep. but yep. hopefully um, Pearl's closet's got room for expansion, eh? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Kia ora, Denise Mesita no Ngāti Pūkinga ki Hauraki, Ngāti Kahungunu me rongo mai wahine. He mihi tēnei kia koe e Denise. For a few pictures from my visit, you can head to radionz.co.nz forward slash te ahikaa.